This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Welcome to the Big O Money Show. My name is Bill Altman here from the Premier Advisory Group in our wonderful studios right here in the Miracle Hills business district my uh tony shore co-host as always on the show we're not in oh, vegas yeah. we were a couple of weeks ago we're uh just yeah. in the big o ready for the the tundra right the tundra's coming we have beth ostick smith in today and we've been telling you we have been hyping her up for shows and shows now and we finally <laughs> yeah. got her in she's a busy lady and um and uh, she is the she founded saving grace perishable food rescue Beth, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me back. It's been a bit, as it, they say, a yeah. minute. It's been a minute. That's right. That <laughs> it has been a minute. I, I know I'm trying to be cool, but yeah. you know, <laughs> you know how that yeah. looks when you're like in your your 60s oh, and you're, you're using those types of yeah, that that, jargon. That's great, though. <laughs> well, how would you know since you're only in your 40s? Beth? I know, I know. I'll have to mention that to my 40 some year old daughters, how that miracle happened. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? My mom uh, was a ripe old age of almost 99 when she passed and she ran the place she lived up until almost the end. So I come from good stock. So, you know, we're all sometimes just getting started, aren't we? That's awesome. Well, uh, so Beth, Beth once runs a wonderful nonprofit uh, here in Omaha, and it has grown tremendously. She's going to talk about that with us today and talk about ways also that you could help out or at least be, um, just understand more of what you're doing and what's going on. Uh, Saving Grace Perishable Food Rescue. Beth, what, what what's it all about? So we're basically a... Um logistics operation, logistics and distribution operation to move excess perishable food um, to those that need it. So So, give me an example. uh, So we go out to grocery stores, caterers, uh, any event center. I mean, how many of us have been out to those places and wonder what happens with all that extra food? I did too. So we have refrigerated trucks and drivers with a food handling license uh, for safety and they capture great produce, dairy, perishable foods, great healthy perishable food, and then also all the prepared foods from the event centers and uh, redistribute it same day. That's the logistics part to local nonprofits that are feeding our, our more challenged citizens. Now, this is the food that they would otherwise, they're leftovers. It's extra or, or, you know, extra ordering, or I'll give you a case in point down at our CHI center. Uh, we've had two recent ones. Um, when the swim trials were here, uh, they did up all these beautiful meals for all the swimmers. And turns out the swimmers did not want to eat before they swam. And so we went and captured it and we redistributed it. And we know who can use that type of food. Sure. Uh, another one where um, they had a big uh, farmer's big convention and they made up all this food and people didn't eat it. Well, I think when people come in, I'm assuming, uh, they want to go out to all the restaurants, right? Sure, sure. So all this extra food, what are they going to do with it? It's beautifully prepared. 
So we redistribute it. So we go to pantries, shelters, after school programs, senior centers. We match that food to their need. Otherwise, it's going to be thrown out anyway. Right. Just thrown out. It goes into a landfill, which we'll talk a little bit about mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not, always, that's not a good thing either, people. As, as we think that it's going to decompose, but it, it's not necessarily always the case or it doesn't happen as quick as we think it would. Or, yeah. You, know, it's, yeah. you go to restaurants too. Uh, so she, uh, Beth has a fundraiser she does every year, a dining event at, at uh, Nick Strawhacker's place. Right. Dante's right. Uh, Dining for Good. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a more uh, boutique type a situation, but they shop a little bit from our truck uh, and just to showcase uh, great food because Nick is known for, uh, and his team, for uh, making uh, great food from local sourcing. And uh, they're, they're blown away by the quality of the food that we capture. And then they create it in some of the dishes and even some specialty drinks. That they do um, with a lot of the produce and and so forth. And then, uh, yeah, we have a wonderful event. We're going to do move it up, I believe, till June this year. Oh, fantastic. Do you know when in June yet? Uh, I do, but I don't have that date right in front of me. We can't say you heard it first, but tell you what, next week we'll tell you when it is. (laughs) We can do that, right? Yes, please. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I don't. No, no, it's okay. And and, and you probably just kind of. You're moving this up for whatever reason, but it's a fantastic event. Danielle and I and our entire office has actually gone there uh, the last couple of years, and yes. it's been a lot oh, of wow. food. The fun, the food's fantastic. And, you know, Dante, if you haven't been out to Dante and Legacy, uh, Nick really runs and his whole staff. I shouldn't say Nick runs anymore because he'd probably say, don't give me the credit, right, anymore. But <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, he's, he did start it. He's fantastic, and he has created an atmosphere up there that is really – unique to Omaha. You know, I don't think there's anything yeah. much like Dante anywhere else. Right. And, and we all like to be unique, right? That's we, right. Especially me being, as I mentioned earlier, the middle child of 11, you know, I right. am always looking for what ways am I unique? Not, not <laughs> yeah. in a goofy way, but, yeah, right. um, <laughs> but what's really fun about this event is, and um, there's a lot of organizations, including a lot of them that we work with. We work with over 40 nonprofits that we take the food to, but a lot of them have big fundraisers, but we like a little more casual here because it's just like going out to dinner with your friends, family, and like you do with your team. Uh, we don't have a big presentation. Right. Um, you know, we just schedule it like a regular. We take over the whole restaurant because on Mondays, Nick's closed and his staff volunteer to come in and work on their closed day. That's so cool. For this, you know, of course, you know, we paid them and stuff, sure. but uh, he's very reasonable right. and um yeah it's just kind of a nice casual atmosphere and right. you've been there so you know oh yeah, yeah fantastic in the presentation there is a big presentation it's the food yes. and it's knowing that you're having these prepared meals from in in layman's terms leftovers they're not leftovers like you didn't it, eat your excess. whole plate it's yeah, excess it's excess right. food that's quality food that a lot of people have put in a lot of effort to create all right. the way back to the farmers, you know, right. uh, we become a throwaway society and, and, um, you know, I think us in the Midwest, we understand the value of all the food. You know, when you think about those farmers out in the fields planting and all their nurturing, that was, that was, uh, the food that we eat. And then the, all the water that's used and all the transportation that's paid for to distribute it back to all the places. And then we get it home and, we throw it out and so, we throw it out. Nope. I mean, it's like, yeah. let alone what it's doing to our, you know, uh, affecting, uh, climate change. So yeah, the environment. Yeah. 
then you those landfills right and then you also have so you do you go to restaurants like nick's and pick up their excess food as well right when i started uh i thought i would be going out to all you know with one little truck and stuff uh to a lot of restaurants turns out a lot of restaurants manage their food uh really well they have a system and all that stuff nick is one of them they reuse or not, i don't want to say reuse they use all their products and remake it into other products. I mean, it's fresh and all this stuff, but sure. they, they manage how much they need. So we don't get as much from restaurants okay. uh, as I thought we would. It's only because of how they can order and it's made to order type of things. So we do get some from some restaurants because sometimes there's situations. Um, and then like during the pandemic when everything closed down, we went out all the casinos and all the event centers and everything. They had to clean out their freezers and pantries and all that and so what are yeah. they going to do with it instead of dumping it we right. went and got it and got it out to all it. these places yes right and i mean that's amazing wow. too because again it's something that would otherwise go into the landfill which let's pretend you don't care at all about climate change okay let's just say that do you really would you rather have that food that excess food that's perfectly good going to a landfill or going to people that need it and they're hungry right i mean that's just a common sense and, and, and if you say the landfill, you have a problem with your morals. You got to figure, yeah, you got, you got yeah. a bigger problem we can't help you with, right? <laughs> right, right. You know? yeah. So when I started this, it was uh, feeding bellies, not landfills is kind of was the little term that I used. I like We've kind of updated yeah. it, but we still use that in certain things. But uh, our new, sure. um, for this year, because we're just going into our 10th year, uh, it, nine and a half years last September was when we started operations. But I left my... Um, other employment and started this um, in the spring of 2013. So this year, uh, and just because of what I've learned, because I'm always learning, we always are learning, um, we're really promoting the, we're nurturing people and we're, I'm sorry, we're nourishing people and nurturing our planet Mm -hmm. by keeping that food out of the landfill and getting it to the people that really could use it. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. And, and so I'm, I'm looking at some stats here, Beth, and and it says uh, last month alone. This was November. Food rescued in November. And and again, we're this is a this is a, a very fresh. We're we're right it's here in late good, January healthy. right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So I just want to make sure people don't think this is a show from November or December. Um, January of t- t- 2023. But in November, 58,470 pounds of food was rescued in in November. Beth, oh. uh, what area does this encompass? Uh. Most of um, all over Omaha, but it, it really, most of our food donors are more West uh-huh. uh, besides our event centers. Sure. So you're talking embassy suite, you know, where people have their big conventions and so right. forth. We're also getting more and more, and we like to promote uh, at some of our corporations. Mm-hmm. They have food brought in all the time. Uh, I did do a talk down at say Union Pacific this last fall. And of course, for all these meetings, they bring in food. Well, there was a lot of people just zooming in instead of showing up. Mm -hmm. So we came and captured all those excess lunches. Uh, You know, it's just thinking about it different. I have a question for you, Beth. Um, uh, And I don't know if this is something, sounds like you talk a lot about prepared foods. Um, Grocery stores, uh, that's where I always, I've read and heard and would assume that's where the most food waste is, I would assume, because I know our big popular grocery store near the town uh, where I live, um, 
I know they throw out a lot of food at the end of each day, right? Um, bread, uh, you know, because they don't want us to have day old bread or meat uh, that may still be good enough to use. Uh, is there a point, is that some of the food you get as well? Right. Our grocery store is a big one or? They are a big one. And we do work with quite a few, uh, our, probably one of our bigger grocery stores here in town is High V. Each store makes their own decision. We do work with seven or eight of them. Uh, we'd like to work with all of them. Um, and we, uh, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, uh, sure. we pick up from them also. Uh, there is a lot with that prepared food and, and so forth. We do not capture and we cannot capture food that's out on a buffet because once it's been oh, out well, by sure, people, yeah. right? Yeah. And so uh, some of it is in the thinking of even when you're having an event, you know, um, that you get smaller trays. It used to be like get these huge trays. It looks fabulous and all this stuff. But once that cover's taken off and it's been set out, it cannot be rescued. Got it. Right. So if you get smaller so, ones and they're still in the refrigerator, still in the kitchen, we can come capture that. Gotcha. But what about, what about things like, uh, that are, what about perishables like meat from a grocery store that's in the meat section that they don't sell that day? We get a lot of that. You should see some of the places their eyes pop. Uh, one of the smaller places we take things to is down at where people get our names mixed up is uh, table grace, which is down at 16th and Farnham and, sure. uh, Matt Weber and his wife, they have a fabulous place that they serve the public free or you could pay. And he makes, uh, different meals every day. Uh, and, uh, he, uh, we bring in this fabulous cheese. They, a lot of these places get salmon, uh, and some other beautiful meats that we get from Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Hy-Vee's. Yeah, we get a lot of that. That's fantastic. So what, what is some of the hesitation with say some of the Hy-Vee's? You know, I think it's just getting in there. Okay. Um, when I got into this arena, uh, there are a lot of the nonprofit partners like we have that already had set up um, a relationship to come and capture some things. Mm. They're sending out their staff, they're coming in and they're only getting it from that place, right? Right. So uh, I've kind of back to um, Matt down at Table Grace, he was getting stuff from Walners, but there was a lot of stuff he couldn't use and he needed some other stuff. So early on he said, hey, why don't you go get it and we will. And then he gets a lot of the other things that we get from all these other places because we get to know my drivers get to know our clients that we're taking the food to and what they can use. They don't really shop from the truck, but we try to bring them the stuff that they really can use. Otherwise, what good is it? Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, and so we took over that account and then we're bringing them much more. And he doesn't have to worry about calling people, hey, I can't use this or that. And we do have some of our nonprofits that they'll call us and say, we got an abundance of this. So we'll move it from a nonprofit to another nonprofit. Yeah. So I'll it's, give a, I'll put a challenge out there for everybody. There's a lot of high V's. High V's very respected. The, the Kroger's or the Baker's. Again, there's a lot of those around town. If you are someone that knows someone at those stores, someone that can make a decision or you're the decision maker, we have a lot of people that listen to the show on Sunday mornings. We want to make sure that you get in touch with Beth because your peers are doing it. Mm-hmm. Your peers. And, and you know, we talked about 800,000 pounds of food rescued. You know what that means? Over a lifetime, you guys have rescued over 7.6 million meals. 
Yes. Meals. We count one pound to as a meal. So yeah. yes. So yeah. We, yeah, we talk about pounds, right? And pounds, people are like, well, what's a pound, right? But 7.6 meals rescued from the landfill, meaning that's 7.6 meals that go to people that need it and people that are hungry. So let me tell you, here's one that maybe will capture, especially our Nebraska audience. 133 billion pounds of food is wasted in the U.S. each year. That amount can fill 730 memorial stadiums. Unbelievable. I mean, Deep. it's it's a big problem. When I started this, um, again, we're just going to go into our 10th year. We're going to have all kinds of celebrations for uh, 10 years of this. There were not that many around. And I did model this after one that had been around for quite a while down in Scottsdale, Arizona, where my sister and daughter live. And uh, Judy from down there that you know, she would capture food from the Super Bowls and all this stuff. And she came up here because her mom was up here and she has been, had been my um, uh, field uh, director. So she just recently retired, but we've grown it from there. But it's just amazing how many more food rescues are starting to pop up around the country. And so I'm working on uh, communicating with them, seeing if we can collaborate, uh, do some uh, best practices so I can remember it was about 10 years ago, not quite 10 years ago, but really close. Beth was in our office. It was our old office, actually. You could hit a golf ball over that building over there and hit at that Farmer's National building. Oh, I forgot that. And you came in with Mick. Oh, yes. Remember? Mm-hmm. And it was early on. And I didn't, with Saving Grace was, if it was around, it was in infancy stages at that point. Uh, it was probably just being talked about. I kind of yeah. researched it for about two years before I took a leap of faith. Yeah, you're talking about doing it, and it, and and it was kind of interesting talking about that now, and then seeing it transform. So since then, Beth has become a a client and a friend, and then she started this, and I got so interested in what's going on with this food rescue that we've been involved in some of her events as well. I mean, you've really taken it from nothing, and it's not like you came into this with all this money that you had. You're not, you know, well, some knew. big affluent wealthy. Have, I, yeah, right. no, I don't. Yeah. You had a passion. It wasn't, there wasn't money involved to get this really started on Beth's side. It's not like you're, you know, you got, you need something to do with your life, right? So you're going to start something. Nothing wrong with that. No, but, but that wasn't the case. I this was, was not a passion. In that, and because financially, I, no, I, yeah. you know, I've that wasn't had some a, struggles that, and I didn't yep. come from a lot of money or this and that, but. Well, the 11, 11 kids. Yeah. yeah but, right. but all of that, yeah, my siblings right have, there, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and I got scars on my thumbs from peeling potatoes and all that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sure. But um, I should have been more careful, I was going to say, you got to watch that thumb. <laughs> um, you know, it's just amazing because um, I didn't start this till age 59. And uh, I, I was, I had gone through, I was in the travel industry for 25 plus years. I was a travel agent and then I ended up running four offices, you know, and then during the 9-11 and everything else had to shrink everything down and just everything that happened in the travel industry. And then I uh, changed over and I ran a program, uh, Jerry Hoberman, who was from Omaha that had Tires Inc. And mm-hmm. then came Tires Plus. He had a wonderful program. He's done a couple of night wonderful ones, but he had the Winter Circle program in inner city elementary schools. And I became his director of that. Well, I hadn't been in an elementary school in forever, uh, but I was great at all those corporate accounts out there that I'd worked with for travel going in and getting them to come in as goal buddies and supporters in each school. We ended up going up to 12 schools and then that organization merged uh, to become Partnership for Kids and which is a wonderful organization. Um, kind of from the generation that I thought I'd be one job, one career all my life. Sure. 
but I also recognized at that point what doesn't fit in this room when I looked around and it was me. And so now I'm like in my later 50s, what am I going to do? But, you know, I think everything prepares you for that next thing. Oh, sure. And it was, it it was a calling, you know, Uh, even the name Saving Grace, some people said, oh, that's, you can't use that. It's too religious and stuff. I go, we are not a faith-based organization, but it's definitely been led by faith. Sure. Um, Inspired and led by faith. So, um, but we're not affiliated with any church or anything like that, but it's still, it just is a common sense thing. And all those relationships that you've built, it's everything is relationships, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, Ours, now, right. uh, and me right. around the world, all those different places I worked or in built the, in, in the community then, and they saw my work ethic and that's what I had to, my dad, all of us in our family, our work ethic, our communications with people was my mom. But I had great business mentors. And our wonderful donors. I mean, donors helped everything get started. The trucks from the office. Now you're sitting at five trucks that run around with the big wraps. You'll see the Saving Grace wraps on them. And the cute little girl in the the yogurt. Unbelievable. (laughs) And it touches you. You drive by it and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like the best wrap ever. You really break people down right there. Great job, Beth, on that. Well, when I started, Uh, I wanted to have rolling billboards because we didn't have much. You know, at first I, you know, you pull out a piece of paper and you have some fruits and vegetables on it. Then I caught her on a Google (laughs) image. And then when I blew her up from my first uh, truck, you know, from going from like a few inches <laughs> yeah. to like huge. It's like, oh, my new baby. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. So, well, yeah. I, I think uh, before we go, Beth, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get involved with Saving Grace? How can they help? Sure, sure. Uh, so a lot of it is, uh, no, we used to say food waste movement, but we're saying wasted food. Wasted food is still good edible food. They can uh, contact us uh, at savinggracefoodrescue.org or if you Google it, do Saving Grace Omaha or Saving Grace Food. Otherwise, you'll get all the cute little puppy rescues, which <laughs> yeah. are good too. Right. But um, And there's different ways to get involved. They can, uh, we do have some volunteer opportunities, but we don't have volunteers going out in the field, but we do have a lot of events that we're trying to bring this out. They can also go into their food um uh, wherever they're buying their food. And we are, um, I think up on the screen there, we are doing little logos for our food donors that if they want to put it in their social media, put it on their window cling and stuff, that we donate our excess through, through, not to, through Saving Grace. And so really helping to promote more food donations if they have excess. We don't want anybody to create excess for us. We're just capturing the excess. Fantastic, Beth. It looks like we're about out of time here. Um, I just want to remind everybody, Saving Grace, Google that. Saving Grace Omaha, you'll find it. Fantastic. If you can donate, donate. If you can tell people, tell people. You can always reach her, too, through the Premier Advisory Group here, your local fiduciary, to help you with all your financial and tax and insurance needs. My name is Bill Altman. We had Beth Ostick-Smith and Tony Shore on today. Uh, BigOMoney.com is where you can find us. And until next week, uh, have a great one. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Bye, Tony. Thank you for listening to the Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402 557 6730 or visit their website at 
B-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.